I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family all around the world. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And you are in for a treat. I am so excited and so expectant about what's going to happen and the empowerment you're going to receive and the miracles that are going to flow through my supernatural conversation today with the pastor, the senior pastor of Bethel Church, Austin, Texas, Joaquin Evans. Joaquin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. Excited to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness, it's such a joy to have you on. And I know just starting, you guys have such a huge value for the honoring the presence of God and stewarding the presence of God and a passion, because I know I've heard you say this, a huge passion that everybody would experience the presence and power of God in literally undeniable ways. And I know the people around the world watching this will that you all want the same thing. I know the communications that comes into the show, everybody is desperate for more of his presence right now, right? Every need met, the miracles that you need in your lives. So this is your moment, be expecting. So yeah, so Joaquin, can we start there? I just wanted to ask you to begin with, so for people who are not familiar with you, how did you end up with like gripped with such a passion? Can you tell us some of your story? Yeah, um, the, the short version, you know, I didn't grow up uh, in the church. Um, uh, didn't grow up with, you know, that background and was, uh, you know, just young man in the world, um, you know, excelling in the, all the wrong things and, uh, but had a good friend who had a radical encounter with God, <clears throat> got born again, started testifying what, what he was seeing, uh, through God and, and that started drawing me and, and the short story is, uh, out of that relationship, he invited me first to a David Hogan meeting. So that was oh, wow. my first encounter with uh, real Christianity, the supernatural, uh, you know, what church could be. And and my, wow. my uh, I have a brother who's three years younger than me, who's on staff with us here at the church, oversees our missions. And uh, But we came together, and we ran to the front, to the altar at David Hogan's meeting, and uh, gave our lives to Jesus. And uh, just saw powerful stuff that night, and that sparked a hunger in me, and really a, a prayer, uh, you know, um, just at night, just pacing and just saying, God, if you could do it through that man's life, uh, you can do it through my life. And of course, so brand new in the Lord, uh, beautifully ignorant, and didn't even really know what I was praying, but uh, but God hears and answers those those innocent prayers, and and uh, so that led to a, a second encounter um, where I really met the Holy Spirit. And uh, I had an encounter, was at another meeting, still really early in the Lord, uh, just hungering for a genuine touch of God. I saw God move powerfully through David Hogan, and, mm -hmm. and God touched me that night. But I wanted the type of presence and power moving through my life that I saw moving through David Hogan. So I was crying out for God, God, if you're this real, show up, prove it to me. And God, um, the short version is that I ended up in an encounter with God that night 
where I was on the floor in, God touched me so powerfully. I'm on the floor in the fetal position, crying, you know, the ugly cry. Mm -hmm. Just, and I, and I go into, um, best I could describe, it was an open vision, although my eyes were closed, but it wasn't, I was just seeing a picture. I was in, I was in this experience, this encounter where I'm standing in a body of water and all of a sudden, I'm drawn to look over my right shoulder, and Jesus is standing on the bank of the water just behind my right shoulder. <clears throat> and, he's, and he motions to the water and says, this is my presence. And I can't see the ends of this body of water. It just goes on forever. And he says, what you're experiencing right now, you're only ankle deep. And I look oh. down in this encounter. I look down, and, and I'm just above my ankles. But I'm aware that in the natural, I'm in the fetal position absolutely having a life-changing, life-altering encounter, and I'm weeping and crying in the natural, and he says, this is just ankle deep, and then he said to me, he said, but there's enough here for you to have as much as you want, and when he said that, it was like this electric kind of love sound wave type thing broke, it came out of him and went through me and resonated through my whole body, and then after a pause, and then he said, and there's enough here for anyone who's ever wanted it. And I realized that he was talking about the entirety of history from the cross to that moment. Anyone who's ever wanted any to have as much as they want. He motioned to the, the water again. Anyone who's ever wanted any to have mm -hmm. as much as they want. And when he said that, another wave of love broke off out of him and, and resonated through me. And it just set me on a course to pursue his presence to be absolutely given to his presence, just to let him have his way, not to try and control what he wants to do or control the outcome, just let his presence have its way around us. And, and the fruit has been, you know, so exciting ever since. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing that. What an amazing, like, crashing into the kingdom, right? Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh my goodness. I know. I remember the first time I ever heard David Hogan speak as well. I was rocked too. You know, just rocked. He was, yeah, that'll do it. Hey, I mean, talk yeah, about if you're not magic. rocked, something, something's wrong with you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You just yeah. catapulted into a completely different way of life. Aren't you like you were? It's just so amazing. He was sharing about when his son died. You probably heard him share that and his, his son's face, uh, face was crushed in the accident and the men mm -hmm. found him and brought him to his feet. And David continued worshipping with the people that were there and in the worship and in the glory and the presence. His, he was healed and brought back to life and his face was reconstructed. And so one of the stories, so that's the kind of level you're talking about. Yes, right? yes. That, oh. was the, that was our introduction, you know, to what Christianity really was. And it was like, yeah. you know, and I, I grew up in America, like there's churches everywhere. I knew that Christianity was out there. I just had never experienced it. It wasn't part of our lifestyle. But my thought listening to David Hogan was, why didn't anyone ever tell me Christianity could be like this? Because yeah. those are the type of stories, just one yeah. after another, he was telling us something, yeah. something just gripped me and my brother in that moment. We're like, we have yeah. to give our lives to that. Right. And I just, it's so beautiful that then, you know, Jesus visited you, really, yeah. didn't he? I mean, he just visited you and and transformed you and put that expectation in you that you've lived in in unfolding measures ever since I mean I know you guys just move in 
the presence and the glory and the joy and revelation and miracles. And I just love it. I mean, I love hearing the testimonies that, that you guys experience. Okay, I wanted to ask you another question. So for people watching, you know, because so many people around the world at the moment are so stressed, as we know, it's so you know, difficult times, lots of people sick, lots of people who've lost their jobs and just challenges of life. Yeah. What What are some of the things that the Lord has shown you that you have found are really important components, like ingredients of stewarding the presence of God the way you do and opening up the realm of miracles and encounters and living living the supernatural life really are there are there keys I know you teach yeah. a lot of profound wisdom yeah. can you give sure. us some helpers yeah yeah first you know speaking to this season you know there there's no anxiety in heaven right you know God's God's not worried and he's not caught off guard we have access to his presence we have access to the heavenly places, which I'm going to talk about. But just knowing, like, the question in this season is, what are we feeding ourselves on? You know, because the media, good. the media is just pumping out a, a spirit that is full of anxiety, full of fear mm -hmm. and, and distress. Mm -hmm. And who are we talking to? Who are we listening to? What are we feeding ourselves with? But yet heaven, there's no anxiety in heaven. God isn't worried. He's not afraid. He's not caught off guard. And we also have access to that realm and should be feeding ourselves from that realm. And when we get used to doing that, then we not only does the spirit of the world start to not affect us, but we can feast on that place till we start to affect the spirit around us. And instead of partnering with anxiety, we actually become conduits bringers of peace and transformers of the world around us and bringing the nature of heaven yeah. so, so it's more important in this season than ever before but keys keys to living a lifestyle in the presence number one is to know that god god wants to be with us more than we want him to be with us and that yeah. literally for me transformed me personally you know, after the seasons I just talked about, I was so compelled to have more of God and spending hours praying and fasting, everything I could do. And, and I was touching heaven, uh, you know, at, at, at measures, but God literally spoke to me one time, uh, you know, a year and a half into this process. He just simply said, you know, I want to be with you more than you want me to be with you. And something shifted, something shifted me out of the works mentality, out of, out of the slave mentality. If I had to convince God that he should come and visit me, when actually that's wow. the very thing he died for. Yeah. The very thing that Jesus gave his life for was to be reconciled, that the father could be reconciled to his children because he's a good father and, be, and he initiated it. We didn't initiate it, that, that, he, that he so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only begotten son, but it starts with he so loved the world. That yeah. the, the starting place is that he's madly in love with us. And so what shifted in me was, oh, I don't have to convince him to come. I have to get good at learning how to let him come. Ooh, I love he's that. He's wanting to embrace me. He's, I can feel it sometimes. I know. He's well, wanting speaking. to 
it, he's wanting to embrace us. He's wanting to hug us. He's wanting to pour out his love over us. There's no convincing needed. So, the, so it's just learning how to shift into a place of allowing all that he wants to do just to come over me. And some of the keys uh, in that, you know, I think one really powerful, important key is there's no such thing as a little bit of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, God, God simply spoke and the universe came into existence. The world was formed. He breathed into Dawson. Mankind was created. There's no such thing as a little bit of God. And what religion does is it, it sneaks in comparison on us. And we... We tend to look at whoever, you know, Joe or Susie and whoever's flopping under the power of God and they're, they look like they're being electrocuted. And, and we look at them and go, why isn't God touching me like that? But yet we, what happens is we discredit the way that God is touching us. Mm-hmm. And so one of the most powerful questions I like to ask people if they're kind of in that place of like, Oh, God doesn't touch me as I ask them, so do you ever experience the peace of God in worship? And the, and the answer to that 99 out of 100 times is, yeah, I experience the peace of God. Well, do you realize that that peace is God's presence? That peace is not just the response to a good song. That peace is actually God's presence moving in over you during worship, over you stepping to that place out of the natural struggles in that place of adoring him, you're starting to experience his peace. That peace is his presence. The question is, what do we do with that moment? Do we look at Johnny and Susie and go, God's touching them. Why isn't he touching me? Which then cuts off or discredits what God is starting to do in us. Or do we become overwhelmed with the reality that the peace of God, the one who created the entire our entire existence, the one who breathed life into us, the God of the Bible, that He is choosing to touch me in that moment because, you know, as Bill Johnson says, what we focus on in the kingdom grows, and so yeah. that peace when we focus on that. Now, here's another key: the God of peace is also the God of power. Right. There's not. There's not two. There's not. It's not two separate gods. It's it, it, the God of peace is the God of power. And when we focus on that peace to the point where it becomes all-consuming, wow, this, this little bit of peace that I'm feeling is the God of the universe choosing to touch me. We do nothing but get overwhelmed. Wow, this is God. This is God touching me. This is his peace. This is the God of the Bible. That folk, then it starts to envelop us and overwhelm us and grow and grow and grow until next thing you know, you're having you're in a power encounter with God, and you're you're the one on the floor shaking, or you're the one experiencing the might of God. You're the one now your your prayers are being answered, and now you look like Joe or Susie, but it wasn't out of comparison, it was out of learning how to appreciate what seems like smallest touch because there is no such thing as a little bit of God. Oh, I love that. I love what you just shared. There's something I heard you say and it was like a such a like it was such a eureka moment. You said um our greatest some of our greatest encounters are just an awareness shift away 
I mm. thought, ooh, I love that. And that's mm. what you're talking about there, right? You just yeah. you are feeling the Lord. You just you, we forget, don't we? We cut in our thinking, we compartmentalize the Lord mm. and almost separate his manifest presence away from the person of of who he is. Like you just mm. said, you know, you encounter, you begin to experience the peace of God. Well, mm. the peace God peace is the manifest presence right of the prince yeah. of peace who crushes satan under our feet so therefore is manifest power there is no separation Absolutely. there's no compartmentalization i love it that one thought is transformational isn't it mm. like you just say you start to shift your focus and your awareness yeah. into this reality and he overwhelms yeah. us yeah i would you know <clears throat> another key point on that and i love to start people here people who again are like well god never touches me I, i've never had an encounter with i love to ask them this question have you ever had an experience where you were reading the bible reading the word and you felt like a verse popped out at you it stood up at you god spoke to you through it and again that's that's the rhema word of god that's the god breathed word in that moment God, through his word, the author of the word is speaking to you through his word, touching you through his word. That is an encounter. And again, it's that perspective shift. Are you discrediting what God is doing because you're comparing yourself to what, you, what, you, what it appears that he's doing in some other people? But that moment that you start to appreciate that for an encounter, God, God does that the word all the time for me. Once you validate that that's an encounter, now you give it permission to grow. And that very thing of like, oh, this is God speaking. This is God speaking to me. This is God touching me. This, this is an encounter. And you nurture that. You nurture and nurture and nurture that. And then within a few weeks, a few months, now you're, now you're having angelic visitations. You're stuck to the floor. God's showing up power all these things because you're validating the starting point the invitation that god has extended to you instead of ignoring it you're validating oh my goodness that's just brilliant it's brilliant and everybody can do it right we just that's, every that's this it. is not difficult right it's religious it's get, not, religion gets us tied up in rocket science it's not it's not and we focus okay so will you share with us some of as you've done this and you've nurtured this obviously and you you're nurturing a culture a family there you know in austin that are living with this value system this cultural cultural way of life and yeah it's transforming people right i mean it's just yeah, transforming people's absolutely. lives will you just to give encouragement will you just share a couple of the miracles and yeah. what's happened as a result of this way yeah i mean just this week we had a lady fly we're in texas as you mentioned we had a lady fly from california um she didn't know that that bethel had a church in austin that god said to go to austin so she uh she found out that we were here <clears throat> through a friend and, and came and got prayer her her tumor she had a large tumor in her abdomen at service, the tumor shrunk by 80%. Um, but then I, but in talking to her, I said, when, when are you flying back to California? She said, Tuesday. I said, oh, great. Can you come into the office Tuesday morning? We'll pray for you again before you fly out. So she did. We prayed for her. She felt the tumor reducing again. 
in size, Paragal was touching her, but she left, went directly to the airport uh, to fly home, but she sent a text and said, you know, I didn't even tell you guys that I have, I had two metal rods in my shoulder. You, we didn't know, we were just praying for the tumor and the cancer. Uh, but she's like, every time I've ever gone through the airport, I get dinged for the metal. They have to wand me, do the pat down, the whole thing. Flying from California, I got dinged. They had to do the pat down. She said, I went straight from your offices to the airport, her and her husband. So I went through security and nothing, it didn't ding. And she went, wait, wait a minute, that never happens. So she turned around and said, hey guys, uh, I don't know if your thing's working, like it should ding. And uh, cause I have metal on my shoulder. So they did it again didn't ding and she's like i don't believe this and they're she's and they showed her the x-ray they're like no it doesn't record you have any metal in your body so she she went through the x-ray zero metal in her body uh in the x-ray and that just happened this this week wow Um, so amazing miracle as we honor the present i'll tell some that are just just strictly presence related we've had people mm-hmm. because as you mentioned a culture that is that is trying doing our best to honor this to grow in this no one's mm-hmm. perfect but we're on a journey mm-hmm. together we've yeah. had people we had a lady show up at church with severe um rheumatoid arthritis and she lived an hour and a half away she heard that god was doing miracles wanted to to come she wrestled with that particular day if she should even come to service because uh, she was having a very bad bout with the arthritis but she decides she's going to push through puts her walker in her car drives the hour and a half to service she gets out uh, in the parking lot of of the church and as she steps out of her car in the parking lot the power of god hits her and all of her arthritis disappears and she's been free from pain and arthritis ever since so she comes into service waits for the end of service comes up to the prayer team member and says well i came with the intention for you to pray for healing for me but i'm already healed so can you just bless me and uh, so she got to testify what god had done been another lady who had just just come out of an abusive relationship and uh, had been uh, rescued into a, a women's shelter um, and was and the people from the shelter routinely come down they bring a carload of ladies down to service beautiful beautiful things have happened this particular lady they were driving again about 40 minutes to service because of the abuse years ago her head her her husband had crushed in her head in, in an abusive episode, crushed her skull. She had an indention, a plate in her skull and an indention in her skull. On the way to service, the love of God pours over her body and the, the metal disappears and the indention fills in just driving to church. Oh my like, goodness. Like God would go before his people as a cloud by day in a fire by night like when we when we honor his presence how much is really available how much does he want to do again not convince him but when we learn to really open our hearts and get out of the way and say god be god in our midst what is possible and i could i could go on and on and on testimony but those are just some of the ones Oh, I, I could talk with you for hours. I mean, it's like listening to it. It's just a warm bath of oil and hope. And I'm sure you're all feeling it, family. 
Okay, we mm-hmm. don't have very long left, but I know that people will want you to be able to just come in agreement with yeah. the Lord's heart for them and open up yeah. that miracle realm. And yeah. Kim, will you just pray and just share whatever is in you. your heart? Yeah. Love to. I'm going to pray. And for those listening, I would, rem- I would just remind you there's no such thing as a little bit of God. Because I believe that God is going to begin to touch people right now. And you have the privilege, instead of just running off to the next thing, just appreciate, bathe, and saturate in that moment. And watch what he does in your body. In fact, even as I'm saying it, I see stomach cancer uh, disappearing, being eradicated right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, um, the uh, damage to the neck with metal in the neck, uh, upper shoulders and neck, uh, disappearing right now in Jesus' name. But Father, we thank you for your presence. And God, I thank you for how much you love your children. I thank you that no one here, no one listening, Father, has to convince you that they're worthy of your love. You already decided, even before you sent Jesus, it's the reason that you sent him so that they could be reconciled to the love that you already have for them. Holy Spirit, we just say, come, come and start to rest on every listener right now in Jesus' name. Father, we just breathe. We breathe on the smallest flicker. And we ask that you would turn it into a flame right now. And Father, out of that place, we just release your miraculous grace in the bodies. I speak to cancer cells and I command them to dissolve metal, to disappear, arthritis, to flee, migraines, to vanish. Father, I thank you for your miracle touch flowing through bodies and flowing through households and marriages and relationships in jesus name god you are mighty and we thank you for your presence filling homes filling cars filling offices filling wherever people are listening right now in jesus name father we thank you for doing that because you're good thank you lord in jesus name amen wow Wow, this wow, wow is such a powerful, heavy presence. We agree with Holy Spirit right now. And I, I, in finishing, I agree also with the Lord's heart that every single one of you, no matter where you're at in your journey, no matter how much or little you've experienced of Jesus this far, that today every trace of insecurity, low self-esteem, low self-worth, fear, not appreciating in your heart experiencing in your heart just how loved you are how desired you are Mm. he didn't choose you out of pity he chose you out of passion (laughs) and that that truth would be the core of your heart today the experience afresh and that you would live understanding your worth like you never have secure in his love experiencing his love like you never have victorious as you Mm. continue you know, like it says in Song of Solomon 7.7, 7, we live stately and secure as we share with Jesus our vineyard of love, our heart. And so I just pray for that fresh grace on you today. Amen. Oh, You'll know his love like you never have. And wow, wow, it's just the most amazing presence of Jesus right now. I'm, I just want to lie down on the floor. I'm going to, <laughs> to become off air. oh i know there's going to be so many miracles oh working thank you so much for giving us your time and for praying and for all that you did thank you liz thank you 
thank you for having me on and thank you for all you're going after and representing for the kingdom. It's a pleasure. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I'm passionate to see the bride rise. All of us rise, revealing the great unveiling of Christ in the midst of us as we understand his heart and live from that place of union and oneness like never before. Hey. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And thank you all for being with us today. And if you can spend a little bit more time with Jesus just right now, I know that you're going to experience him in a completely different way after today's show and listen back if you need to until it really shifts for you and look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Bye.